0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real football players. I'm your host Chris Smith, and each week we'll talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats in this league, and we will of course cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers are up to. And, of course, uh, we'll talk about uh, what happened last week and what's going on in the coming weekend of football. So we are heading into week three. Week two is behind us, and week three is in front. Actually, uh, Thursday already happened. The uh, Browns got their first win over the Jets, and some people were very, very happy, and some people were very, very sad. And that's the drama of football, and it's great. We've also got, uh, this is a great time in the league, this soap opera for dudes. You know, the first couple weeks, we're still getting our footing, seeing how the draft works out, seeing how players are working out. We had some big injuries or, you know, lack thereof in in some cases. And uh, the stories are coming together, starting to get some plots, some characters. It's, uh, It's a good time. So let's talk about what happened last week, and then we'll talk about what happened this week. So last week in fake sports, a lot happened. This is a really great uh time to recap. I'm I'm so excited. So we've got some overachievers and some underperformers. So, in overachievers, John. Fuck you, John. Fuck you. Uh listen, we were we were set up. I played John and he was the biggest overachiever of the week by a wide margin. So, We were set up to basically tie... I was said to be a little ahead, 104 to 101, by Yahoo's dirty, never-trust-dirty projections, Yahoo. I'm so mad. Uh, John... Way overperformed. Last Thursday, you heard in the last show, he led with A.J. Green just going out of his mind good, getting uh, tons of points, and Big Ben scored like 44, apparently even without Antonio Brown. I don't know what's going on there, and Travis Kelsey being Travis Kelsey. So he scored 38 points over his Yahoo projections, like a full third over that. And, uh, he got the top spot in the league by like 20 points or some wide margin. I didn't overperform; I actually kind of sucked. Um, so my streak of choosing bad quarterbacks week after week, after, I chose Pat Mahomes. I dropped him Then I got Andy Dalton who had a bad week. So I dropped him Then I got Alex Smith who this who last week scored 12. I should have hung on to Dalton who was passing all those TDs to AJ Green. Would have been great. And so uh, I, think, I think Andy Dalton's one of the quarterbacks. Everybody drops, and then he has a great week, and it's just you're full of like this weird, weird regret, where you know you made the right decision, like playing the odds, but ugh, ugh, should have hung on to him. Anyway, there was that, and OBJ didn't do it for me this week. Um, I'm not sure OBJ will do it this season with eli and the giants being as bad as they are but uh yeah so biggest overachiever and underperformer actually might be my match not to be too self-involved but in other news uh Beej eked out a win over matt the commissioner uh who would have won had he played patrick mahomes who scored like 50 points uh but uh instead he played uh somebody else who didn't score 50 points go with the guy who scores 50 points matt it'll it'll do you well and uh let's see what else uh pete underperformed a little bit and he gave glenn an easy win but uh still won the side bet and i'd argue that matters maybe more but the record shows you know maybe disagree with me um yeah craig rode the chicago d which i'm sure he was thrilled about to have that d get so many points against seattle with all those sacks to his second win of the season over tom scott got screwed over by the back half of his roster like tight end kicker defense basically uh against colin who stayed pretty solid and so you know won over somebody who underperformed and uh, drew quietly underperformed for the second week in a row but he wound up getting a second win out of it over Derek, who wound up underperforming maybe even a little more. So we're still figuring out what our players are going to be like this this season and, and what our roster is going to be like. There's a lot of moves going on. And I think the churn that we've seen over the past few weeks really, or past few days, sorry, really shows that. We've had some big trades and some big transactions, and that's what I want to talk about next. So Let's talk about it. We had some big trades. Derek, uh, or sorry, is that that right? Yeah, Derek um, uh, picked up Phil Rivers from Matt. So, good starting quarterback probably for the rest of the season. And he traded him for Marshawn Lynch for Beast Mode, who might be great. Uh, You know, we all love Marshawn Lynch, but at the same time, Oakland is not looking very good. And so game script-wise, I think they're going to be behind, and I'm not sure that Marshawn is going to be running that many, like, routes or that many carries. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. That might be a great trade for Matt, and it might be a bad trade for Matt, but Derek got a pretty good QB out of it. And uh, and Craig and I made a, made a deal, uh, which uh, was pretty fun. So I traded him, Matt Beretta and Trey Burton, and I got Zach Ertz. So I got an upgraded tight end, and Craig got uh tied in with a lot of promise and uh basically an RB two who's probably gonna be an R B one uh going forward. So I I don't know. We'll see who regrets that. I'm I'm pretty confident that I I got something good out of it and I hope Craig does too. I think that's how these trades are supposed to work. Um but uh yeah, we'll see. I, I think it's an interesting proposition, if nothing else. And that's why I love trades, is is looking at this and seeing what people are, want out of a trade and then what you think is going to happen, and maybe it'll be kind of different. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. That'll be a good thing to watch over the coming weeks. We had another trade, and I don't understand it. So uh, Pete and Derek had this trade, and they traded Uh, John Brown went from Pete to Derek, and Jerron Brown went from Derek to Pete. Are you kidding me? (laughs) It's just a joke, right? Are are you doing a joke? Because I don't understand. Also, it seems like a crazy move because Derek picked up Jerron Brown for $9 on the waiver wire that very day. And Pete picked up John Brown for $3 that very day. Is this a prank? Is it a prank? I don't know. And I don't know why we're not talking about this. this. This trade boggles my mind. Also, John Brown is much better than Jerron Brown. So what? Uh, Derek definitely got the better end of the deal. At least I think so. But he also lost six more fab bucks. So um, hmm, we'll, we'll see about it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And uh, in addition to the trades... Uh, We had a lot going on the waiver wire, including, you know, John Brown, Jerron Brown last week. What? Um, But uh, Glenn, Glenn picked up some Fitz magic. He got the magic beard himself. He spent $11 over my six uh, to get him. So Glenn, enjoy. I really wish I won that um let's see what else pete uh, bought dan bailey for two dollars because he could over a bit of zero dollars and that was a great pickup with all the kicker drama that's gonna, been going on for the past week uh scott got geo bernard for 24 big dollars spending almost a quarter of his budget i was prepared to spend 22 my my second bid was 22 i'm the joe mixon owner and i thought uh, 22 was about as much as i'd pay for him but scott you got him and uh, I regret that. Also, Pete picked up Cooper Cup off the wave wire for free, basically. Uh, I think for free. And, uh, and Beej, Beej, I think he's one to watch here. Because he got Antonio Callaway off the wave wire. And he did uh, and to Callaway didn't really produce this this uh last Thursday against uh against the Jets, but at the same time he dropped a couple passes and like one that was for sure a touchdown. He was getting open all over the place with Baker throwing the ball. So that might be the ad of the week in retrospect. And Beach also, as a kicker, got OJ Howard. Not as a kicker, I just meant like on top of that. He got OJ Howard. Uh, in advance of this shootout with Tampa and Pittsburgh, Beach is looking crafty. And he I hmm I don't know. Definitely one to watch here. I, I would not be surprised if uh those players are really, really great going forward. So uh we've got a lot to look forward to heading into the games. We already saw the Browns got their first win, which was uh I think very cool. If you hate the Browns uh, or Browns fans, maybe less cool. But um, we've, got, we've got some stories going on because we have now three of our members in this soap opera for dudes are now 2-0, are, are now undefeated, and that's Craig and Colin and Drew. And I already said, Drew kind of underperformed his way into, uh, into, the, into his record, I guess, of 2-0. and uh, But let's see. Craig is going up against Matt this week, and Matt is already off to a commanding lead, thanks to playing Carlos Hyde last night. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. And Colin could take it out with Brett. We'll, we'll see, because Brett has some some good stuff going on too. And uh, let's see, Drew, Drew Aristotle. Uh, it'll be close with Scott. So we may see some undefeated people three weeks in, which is always a strong start. Obviously, that's what you're going for, I suppose, even though, uh, you know, not all of us can do that. And in addition, kind of on the flip side, we've got three players who are 0-2 who I think are not going to be potentially not 0-2 or 0-3 going forward. So we've got Matt, who I already said is off to that commanding lead, might get his first win of the the season. Uh, Pete is facing John, and they're kind of projected to be kind of neck and neck. I don't really trust Yahoo's predictions, but Pete has got Aaron Rodgers against Washington, pretty good defense. Uh, whereas John has Kirk Cousins in Buffalo. Pretty bad defense. So we could see some points really, really blow up depending on how some of those QBs go. And uh, let's see who else. Derek. Uh, I'm actually playing Derek this week, and it looks to be a tight match if Yahoo is to be believed, and it never is to be believed But, uh, you know, at least it's a baseline to say, okay, are these roughly comparable? Before any play, before any action, nobody had Thursday night. Actually, nobody has... uh, No, we have a couple Monday nights. So, you know, we'll see. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's going to be close. And Derek has put up way more points uh, this season already than he did last year. So, uh, or it feels like it. So, there's a lot of drama to watch. And so, when I look at the... Matchup to watch. You guys, I miked the bell separately, uh, so I hope it comes in clean. But the match to watch, I think, is John versus Pete because John had the worst score in the league in the first week. Then he had the well top score in the league the second week. So is John going to find an equilibrium? Is he going to stay strong or is he going to come crashing back down? And Pete is 0-2 and he's looking for redemption. And I think Pete's going to win this week. Just based on how it looks, it's, it's only Friday, but just based on how it looks, uh, Pete's Dangerous. We, we all know. Pete's Dangerous. So there's a lot to watch in this drama dra- of the soap opera for dudes. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. And the managers, the managers have been getting up to some stuff, too. Let's see. We've, we've had uh, side bets uh, going on. Glenn versus Pete. We talked about how Glenn had a side bet with me on RBs, and he shouldn't have taken it. But he took a wide receiver side bet with Pete. And so uh, even though he destroyed Pete, Pete's, your, your wide receivers, actually topped out Glenn. So Glenn had to drink another Smirnoff. Uh, this week, which was pretty funny, because Glenn, I think you're getting better at it. Uh, I think Colin commented on that too. He was very, very fast uh, at that. Uh, let's see. And this week, I know Derek and I have a side bet for our match, which is just uh, you know playing prices right rules. Guess the combined total points of our managers. So uh, whoever is closest without going over has to drink. And I think if you go, if we both go over, we both have to drink. But whoever's closest without going over definitely has to drink. So uh, I love games. I love uh, guessing games like this and things like that. So I'm going to make my guess here on the podcast on, on Friday uh, before I know anything. Yahoo predicts that we're both going to score 92, which would put us at 184. I'm going to say that we both overperform this week. So I'm going to say 200 plus or minus. Derek, give me, give me your guess. Give me your guess. Uh, so side bets are definitely definitely happening. Well, uh and we've also had some drama in the uh in the chats of course. Uh I think Matt being Mr. Serious when uh, other people were sort of joking about some defense definitely uh uh was funny. If nothing else we all like to rag on you Kamish. Uh you're doing a great job and and we definitely appreciate all your organization and delayed trade approvals that you give. Uh but uh we had some good gifts making fun of that and i think uh, uh that sort of shit talking and shenanigans is definitely what i want to encourage not necessarily specifically against matt i just mean uh keeping each other uh a little bit with a sense of humility so keep it going y'all in the chat on yahoo for the uh league if you're not in the league and have me be uh listening to this what are you doing I-, I hope this makes any sense at all here's something that should make sense to anybody which is watching real football. So we're going to go into this week. We've already saw the, the Browns versus the Jets. And, uh, and, and we've got some more football coming up Sunday, of course, and, and a bit Monday. And so I think the, the game that really has the most impact on the league for me is the story of the Browns. And that already happened. They have a win now, and that's a huge thing for them to celebrate so early in the season. We've got Baker Mayfield coming out. The emergence of him as maybe not an elite quarterback, but at least a starter you know, like seeming legit, and that's going to boost everybody on that team. Uh, so I think I, I think that's really great and impactful. I think the games with the most fantasy impact are just this is easy, but the highest scoring ones. So the ones with the biggest combined points, and I think that's going to be Pittsburgh and Tampa, just going off, and also uh, Kansas City and San Francisco. I think Jimmy G is going to try to throw a lot of a lot uh, to try to keep up with the Kansas City offense. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of points going round. So that is what I'm looking forward to this Sunday. Lastly, we're going to talk about uh, the the news here at the Tidy Bakery. What is the baker up to? And I always sort of pontificate and speculate about what Baker Mayfield is up to because my team is named after him. We are the Tidy Bakery and we are Legion, of course, mostly based out of Cleveland right now because... Baker Mayfield, first win, instant hero in Cleveland. I mean, he is getting every free Bud Light in the greater Cleveland metro area handed to him for shotgunning. I just hope he can work off the carbs. You know, cardio, dude. Uh, Yeah, uh, try try to stay disciplined if you can, young buck. So... Our thoughts go out to Baker Mayfield this week. And that is about it for this Soap Opera for Dudes Digest. I hope you enjoyed it, and everybody, have a great week. Enjoy watching football. Enjoy playing fantasy football, and we will see what happens and talk about it next week. Later. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama! Right there. Yep, for